Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Avery Bullis and I am joined by Bryce Burley and Connor Mast. And this episode is Mealtime Around the World. But before we jump into that, we want to make sure that you checked out our last episode, Going for Gold. We discussed sports and clubs and the life of a student athlete in schools everywhere. But moving back to the mealtime, this is also probably the most special episode because it's not our first, it's not on Halloween, it's our last. And that brings this five-episode series to an end. Bryce, I see you making a couple faces over here. What's going through your head? I'm sad. Connor, you're making faces too. What's wrong with you? I'm going to start crying. That's what's going to happen. It is a very sad occasion, but if we really want to make this one special, we got to start with the facts. And that was why we chose this. Um, so we were talking about what's the best school system around the world. That's what this whole series is about. And food is something that plays into an everyday life in a school. It's one of the most important things. It's something that every um, country provides because it represents their culture and maybe even their child obesity rate, which is something we will also dive into later. But it was just, we thought it was also something important to talk about. Um, we've covered mostly everything, but now this episode's about food. And, um, that's that's about it. Um, so we're gonna go to Connor. So the like the NSLP, which is the National School Lunch Program, it was created in 1946 by President Harry Truman. And in Europe, school lunches were created in 1867. But we didn't. We don't know about the Asian countries. We don't know when they started. Yeah, and so you hear like that's like the that's just like the basic history we wanted to provide. But we're actually going to dive into the actual food. So we mentioned France, which is a European country, and Finland, which is also in that area. But there's also Japan and the United States. So we're going to begin with France. France, like, actually has a four-course meal. They provide a vegetable starter, a main dish, a cheese course, which shaka there, and dessert. Now, these desserts aren't, like, chocolate and stuff. This is usually, like, maybe a little bit of sweets. Um, just to clear that up. That's, like... Four course meal, dude. I don't even get four courses meal for dinner at my house. I don't even think we have time to eat that kind of yeah. food. And so, um, the United States typically has 25 minutes required for lunch, but in France they're required to sit for at least 30 minutes. Now that could be 45 in some schools. Now remember, this is a school. Um, one thing that makes them so special is that there's no fried food. Uh, well, not necessarily no fried food. It's only required. It's only allowed to four meals a week or a month not a week a month that's like no fried food i think everything over here is basically fried um even more enhancing how important school lunches are to them they're discouraged from packing lunch because i guess the schools think they can provide something better it's fresh and everything um one thing you see a lot in america are vending machines there are no vending machines in france at all i use a vending machine like every day um, I know we have, like, maybe eight, maybe more vending machines at our school. Just in the cafeteria, yeah. there's a bunch of them. Um, so that's kind of, you know, France is up there. But, um, you know, Finland is also up in that tier of really nice school lunches. Because um, packed lunches are actually banned. Mm-hmm. You are completely not allowed to bring a packed lunch. Because it's just, like... Can you imagine not being allowed to pack your own lunch? I know Connor packs his own lunch. I pack my lunch, yeah. I personally buy lunch, but that's just because I get to go home early, so I really just buy like a Powerade and like a bag of chips. But, you know, the Finland doesn't have a four-course meal like France, but they do. 
have a, like a plate, like you know my plate in the United States. They have something similar. Vegetables cover half the plate. I don't know about you personally. Can't stand vegetables, but you know that's what they eat in Finland. Um, um, Starks and grains cover like a quarter of the plate, so that like top left or top right corner. And so meats and proteins only cover another quarter. Now over here in the United States, you see protein and meat being really emphasized in child growth along with vegetables. Now one thing we notice is that there's no there's no vegetables. I mean not vegetables. There's no fruits. Like none. None there at all. Which is something I found interesting. They do serve fruits, but it's not as often because they want to limit the sugar intake. Now milk and water is always provided in Finland. One thing that we found weird is that they are allowed to have sodas, but very rarely. So Finland, it's a lot different from France, but it's still up there in the categories of food. Bryce, it's a lot different from ours. I know. Like, so we get, like, basic food meals. Connor, how do you feel like Finland and France so far have compared to the United States? I mean... I mean, France is a freaking, like, four-course meal, right? Yeah, like, and, four courses. Yeah, and we only have, like, maybe not even a course. And then yeah. Finland, you can't bring, like, a packed lunch. It's just very different, like... If we want to make the United States seem even more worse, let's look at Japan. So Japan, there is zero frozen food. They bring in everything fresh. It's never frozen. They get a daily shipment to almost all the schools. It's all local. It's all from local farms. Most food is made from scratch. They have nothing pre-made shipped to them, not frozen, of course. Um, there's no vending machines, just like France. They have some of the lowest obesity rate in the entire world. Um, that just proves that school lunches really do affect that kind of thing. They don't actually have a cafeteria. They're kind of the, the lunches are just kind of handed out. There's no like actual area. Most of them just eat in the classroom. Um, you know. Proportions are always equal, so no student gets more because they're taller or bigger. Mm-hmm. All of them get the same. You might be thin. Uh, anything that's not eaten is typically not thrown away. It's usually, you're pretty much forced to eat all the food. Yeah. Now, when I say forced, it's not like they're like, oh, you have to eat it. It's more like most of them are trained to eat it. They're, they're used to eating all their food. And so they have carbs, protein, vegetables, soup, and milk, and very rarely fruit in their meals. And so, little, there's very little sugar, obviously. Um, I think that just proves that's a very healthy food. But one thing we notice is that they have cultural food. And so that means, like, they have, like, American food some days. They have, ja- they have Japanese food, obviously. They have some Chinese food. They have Italian. You know, it's all, it's amazing what kind of stuff they eat. I mean, obviously, we have, like, pasta, but that's not Italian. It's frozen, stringy, yeah. chewy pasta. And those three are probably the top in the world. But the U.S. the U.S. is really bad because, first off, mm-hmm. all Finland, France, and Japan, most of those are provided for free, which is something Bryce is going to get into later, the cost. But in the United States, a lot of parents and a lot of people are in debt to the school lunches because, well, yeah, they're required to provide a school lunch, but if you don't have money, you just go in debt. I think that's horrible. You have to go in debt to feed your kid. They're, I'm sure if they're in debt to that, they're already having trouble at home. So I think that's just not good. United States, um, food isn't up to par with a lot of stuff, which is something Connor is going to dive into here in a minute. 
Um, so the United States is really just last. There's no full course meal. There's vending machines and sodas. Students can buy pure sugary drinks. Heck, even here when you're in the cafeteria buying your food, there's a stand that really just has snacks. Mm-hmm. And they're pretty cheap, like 75 cents. Yeah. It's not expensive. So um, if you want to talk about the United States as like content and the actual how bad that food is, Connor's is the man to go to. So in the, the meat in the U.S. school systems didn't meet the quality or safety standards of fast food restaurants, and almost half the vegetables eaten by children aged 2 through 19 in the U.S., they, the vegetables were french fries. But, like, since that was, like, a, maybe a couple years ago, but since then, we've obviously improved from that. Naturally, and so I think that speaks volumes. What do you get yeah. at a fast food restaurant? A burger, fries. Yeah. You expect your you expect your kid to go to school, lunch, and go to lunch. You expect them to be eating healthy food. No, yeah. the fact that they're eating exactly what they're eating at a fast food restaurant and it's not even up to par of the quality of a rest that kind of restaurant is crazy. I mean, like yeah, it's like extremely crazy in my mind because I hear a lot of people like giving fast food like a bad reputation, like. The food was bad. It's mm-hmm. not high quality, and you find out that school lunches are worse than that. It's just really shocking. Yeah. To me. Um, one impact that we have seen over a few years is uh, Michelle Obama. She has mm-hmm. changed the school lunches for the better. A lot of people talk about how she made it worse because everything's like not as good. <laughs> but she's also, I mean, if you look at the rates of obesity, child obesity, they have gone down. Um, since Barack and her were in the office, but I think that just speaks volumes to um, what it was before and what it is now. But you know, we talked about I talked about debt a few minutes ago. Bryce is going to talk about the actual cost of every school lunch. So I know that Avery speak to Finland, Japan, and France all provide school lunches for their students, and I or think, free. Mm-hmm, and that kind of has some direct correlation that they are the one, two, and three highest-ranked schools in, like, health for their students. So their school lunches are the one, two, and three healthiest school lunches. And then on number four, you have Sweden, who, on the average, a student pays $2.74 just for one school lunch. That's that's cheap as crap. I mean, like, I could get a, like, I could get a very little food for that amount of money. Yeah. And then next you have the uh, Czech Republic, and it, their school lunch is only $2.30. And then next you have Germany, whose school lunch is $3.89, which is still very cheap. But in relation to this list, they are the highest by far. Now, one thing we want to take into account is you might not see that these, the money is going up in order. Um, that's because this is the order of the best and so the money might be a little bit more for germany but it's because they're sixth in the world uh for in school lunches that is true so number seven we have greece with two dollars and fifty cents for their school lunches and then short behind them we have india which is eight cents for a school lunch eight cents yeah well i think that partly speaks to um their currency really the united states obviously the united states is Money is obviously going to be worth more than theirs. That's why it's only eight cents. So yeah, that's something. It I was think really like, yeah. Then now you have South Korea, which is the ninth healthiest school lunch, at two dollars and seventy-eight cents, and then China at a dollar forty. China's cheap, and they're ten. Yeah. So we just listed the top ten, and I think it speaks volumes. That most of these hover around 
too awesome. Obviously, you have the free school and she's in the top three. Yeah. You have that um, eight cents one in India that's um, somehow. Yeah. You, know, you think of India as dirt more, but really, their school lunch is pretty nice. Uh, Bryce, where does America rank in school lunches? To find America on this list, you have to go all the way down to the 19th healthiest country at $2.90 for an average school lunch. And so, that's what crazy. Yeah. And so what we found, like, when averaging this is that, on average, it costs about $2.18 to have your students pack your school lunch. And so the fact that packing your lunch, on average, is cheaper than buying a school lunch, and I'm sure the quality of that food is going to be way superb, I think it speaks volumes to the quality of the food in the United States. Like, Connor covered, you know, it's kind of shocking. I think this takes, you know, you know, we look at the United States this whole podcast, I think it's been up there, you know, trying to compete. Um, it hasn't been that far behind. It's probably been better than I expected, but I think this knocks it down a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. So, another thing we found while we were researching is that if a student has less time for school lunch, they tend to eat a lot less of their meal. So if a student has only 20 minutes for lunch, they eat 13% less of their entrees, 10% less of their drink, and 12% less of their vegetables compared to students that have a full kind of 25 minutes for lunch. And so, yeah, that's yeah, just kind of crazy. That's going back to the fact that France eats for 30 minutes. And, I mean, here at our school, we eat for 25 minutes. I'm sure there's less somewhere. Yeah. I'm sure there's more somewhere. But I'd say about 20, 25 minutes is average for the United States, which I think also speaks to the child obesity rate. Um, you know, Japan forces their kids to eat all their food, so obviously they don't. They might have a time limit, but it's, it's, um, it's met. They're going to eat all their food. And so I think that wraps up everything. Pretty much. Um, you know... That was all the school lunches, which one we think best. The United States is way, we think, is by far the worst that we've looked at. Yeah. Um, but, at least in the school lunch category. But I think now it's time to end the series. And the final debate about which country has the best school system. From sports, academics, um, the experience a student has into food. All this encompasses into what makes a school system. Connor, what's your vote for the best one? I mean, if you're talking mainly like sports and athletics, I feel like America would be up there since Definitely. we're more we athletic-based. more a range of yeah. sports. For like, if you go overall thing, like food, like, and all the other, like, report cards and stuff like that, I would say maybe China, Japan. I, China and Japan are my really personal vote academics. is Finland, yeah. France, and Germany. We, consistently, those guys have been at the top of the list. Yeah. And so that speaks volumes. Also, something we noted is homework. That's a big part of our school system. You know, yeah. I get homework pretty much every day. And so it's just, like, all in all, it's a, it's a big topic. What we think of this is, in our opinion, it's those, those European countries really have yeah. a step up. Japan is up there. Japan has a pretty nice school system, but it lacks in some areas. But so, uh, like Avery said, I think number one for me would have to be Finland. Definitely. They just seem like the most well-rounded of all the schools and just 
not really in sports, but in academics and meals, clubs, clubs, homework. Just seems like Finland. I I think my personal list. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep Finland up there, but I think it really goes France, Germany, Finland because Germany has been at the top of the list in other occasions. Finland has been the top, but Finland doesn't offer sports, and sports is something that is big. Is big for for a lot of a lot of. Especially those European schools. Yeah, which don't have sports, but they do have clubs. Mm-hmm. Clubs and outside so that's of the school, big you know. Um, I think that, that wraps everything up. Mm-hmm. This is right. sad. This is the official end. That's the end. Connor's over here about to cry. I can see it in his face, but, you know, thank you for listening to our series in this podcast. This has been Avery Bullis, yeah. joined by... Bryce Worley. Connor Mast. We will not see you again. Thank you for listening.